Hello and welcome to the But Is It Gay podcast. We are Ariane and China. And together we watch way too much gay stuff. But sometimes we also need to ask the real question when someone tells us to watch something. The question that we should all ask, but is it gay? With this podcast, our goal is to answer that question for us and people like us. From obvious shows and movies to the not so obvious, we want you to create the best cue possible and watch everything that is gay. Our hope with this podcast is to create something where we can talk everything and nothing, whether you've seen it or not. We want you to feel like you're part of this. So, without further ado, let's begin. And we're back. And we're back after a, a nice little break. Um, yeah. Get life. I know. And then both of us today, <laughs> even today, I'm like, should we record? <laughs> I like both of us are just very tired. I don't have a real voice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when, hey, you were out having fun. I know. You yep. know, I don't have my mic. No. You know, it's... we're, it's just, we're adults. We're, we're full we're on adults. adults. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, not me losing my voice is not even, like, because I was partying or nothing. It's just because I went to a fucking sports game. That's literally, that's literally it. <laughs> it's, like, the most, like, adult thing ever. Like, old person, like... <laughs> It's the most you thing there it is. is. Like, Anyone like, who knows me knows me. I I love my sports. <laughs> it's so funny because Raptors. yeah, it's so funny because when I went to the game, my friend works there, and then she was like, "Oh, this is this person. She works at other like of other sports venue. If you ever go text me, I'll let them know so you get free shit." And then she she turned to her and went, she goes there a lot. And I turned, I was like, no, I don't. I don't have that kind of money. I go from time to time. But then I guess I go more than the average person. Yeah. I love yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I love watching watching sports. It's different watching with a crowd than like alone in your living room. Yeah. Because like the it's the energy. It's definitely yeah. the energy. Yeah. Because I scream in my living room, but I don't scream that loud. <laughs> yeah. But like when you're at like a game, like it's mm-hmm. completely different. Because you're like, oh, like you're yelling really loud. Let me yell La- even louder. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I mean, look. If last week you were ready to record while you were in France, I should be ready to record without a voice. (laughs) I was like, no, we're not recording. Listen, I was so ready. I was like, You really were. I was like, no, enjoy your fucking week. I was like, okay, let me just, let me just chill out. Let me just, let me just chill out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. But this week, speaking of uh, unhinged and unchill, <laughs> we're going to be talking about two very uh, interesting shows um, that I feel are like the same kind of concept, but in different fonts. Uh, we're talking about Winona Herb and Lost Girl. Yeah. Um, a relic. I feel like it's a relic. 
Uh, rel- wait, when no, did Lost Girl finish? I mean, it's not that old. 15. Yeah, it's not that old. Like, 2010 to 2015. Okay. But when you go back and watch it now, it looks... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like Especially, it. like, it's Canadian TV, right? So already the visual yeah. effects were not, were not great. Yeah. But I feel like we should we should get into Winona Earp first a little bit. Oh. <laughs> because I, I I will make this known that uh, I did watch all of Winona um, but with that being said uh, I wasn't the most invested um, in it or its cancellation um, but I will say that I'm glad that it existed um, yeah, for what it was. See, yeah, how like, did you start watching? Uh, I I think I started like when it started, like because I have I don't remember what channel the first season aired here, um, but I think I, it was just like I saw a preview of it on um on that channel and then I was like oh let me just try it and it sounded like my show and then I knew that the creator had been part of Lost Girl so I was really intrigued I will say yeah. that I really enjoyed season one mm-hmm. um, yeah I would agree I think my thing with Winona is I enjoyed the episodes I did not enjoy the fandom Mm. I think that's what yeah. turned me off so much of it. It was a discourse online, but like every time I would like try and like take away from that, I think I liked it better. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I get that because like going into it, like knowing like oh like the showrunner um, and producer of Lost Girls, like oh okay, like this is gonna be decent like mm-hmm. you know it's same similar kind of like weird like dark fantasy kind of vibe um you know I enjoy supernatural so it's not that hard mm. uh to be like oh okay um but then like after after season one I would say that I was I was like mm, I don't know if this is this is really the show for me um, but I kept watching because uh, yeah. I think I think for me the fandom uh, yeah really really just like as much as I they I found them annoying right it's uh, yeah I was just like okay obviously they're seeing something that I'm not seeing so maybe I just need to give another chance you know yeah. I think that's my problem. It was the fandom. I was so over them at the end that I was like, let me just block all of, like the discourse online and try and enjoy the show. Is it my favorite show? No, it's not. Do I enjoy? I don't yeah. think I'll ever rewatch it, but like I enjoyed it while I was watching it without having to take part of the online discourse. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't, I think I remember like, because Winona was airing, uh, like, around the time of, like, 
Tumblr heyday, right? Like yeah, well, 16. I think the last episode of season one, if I remember correctly, aired a few weeks or during the same year as the Lexa shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. think that's why Blue Winona so wide is because they had the shooting for Nicole. Mm-hmm. And like it was different. Like, yeah, I think that's yeah. what like made it so big. Mm-hmm. And, and then, I, like, it, I think that's that's why it got like such a loyal fandom very quickly. Yes, it's because of the way they were treating Nicole and Waverly. Yeah, which which I absolutely um, respect. because yeah. um, I feel like if if that had played out differently it would not have got to four seasons um, well i find it so for me like winona behind the scene is so much more interesting yeah because of the yeah. whole drama getting season four done and then them being like we're getting a season five. Oh no we're not oh yes we are oh no and then to this day yes they're canceled but only yeah. by one, by their American network, not by the Canadian one. The Canadian network never canceled it. So there's always yeah. a chance. So it's really in, like the Winona behind the scene to me is the funniest thing. It's so interesting. It's like of all like CTV. I feel like CTV definitely would have brought it back. Yeah. But they needed the American network to make money, like to pay mm. for it. Yeah, but that just was not just was mm. not happening. Um, and it, and it and it sucks. I think um, not that I was invested, but I think in terms of like having like a show like this um, that just ha- just just having it just to have. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's nice to have options, uh, which which I like. That's that's what I appreciate about the show is that it's just another option um, to see, uh, you know, queer characters um, in just weird ways, you know. Yeah. Uh, especially like seeing the fact that uh, <laughs> with Camilla. Uh, Carmilla, um, that also blowing up around the same time, uh, <laughs> and seeing familiar faces. Yeah, um, I I thought that was really cool. So, I don't know. I think a show like this kind of, uh, even though it wasn't for me, uh, I think it's just it's just nice to have. It's yeah, just it nice is. to have. I feel, like I'm, I feel like I'm making sense in, in the way of just... No, no, I get it. Even, like, we don't we don't all have to like the same pieces of entertainment when it comes to, like, queer characters, right? Because Wonderful Earp isn't, like, necessarily, like, a queer show, right? It has queer characters, but it's not necessarily a queer show. But just seeing, you know, lead characters who are queer, right? Um and are giving an important storyline yes very important is is refreshing um and i enjoy seeing that and and being able to you know tune in and out 
uh, while also being like, you know, hey, like, it's not for me, but someone else out there is enjoying it. Yeah, I agree. We're we're in this digital age where, like, things get around so quickly that... uh, I mean, the fandom is the reason why we got season four. Yeah. And, like... Did I love season four? No, I think they had to wrap up so quickly so it didn't really work. But I see what they were trying to do. I think they wanted to do it over two seasons, though. Not one. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I find it funny that, like, we started just talking about... <laughs> we started talking, like, about Winona, but not what it is about. Oh, that's true. <laughs> We forgot how we do our podcast. Right? Oh my god. It's been um, too long. It's like that that t- Titanic meme. It's been 84 years. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. So to briefly explain Winona to people who have never seen it, because I'm sure there, there are people who have not seen it. Probably. Um, so it's like about this woman named Winona. Um she comes back to her hometown um and basically essentially takes up the role as like demon protector um and so from there very uh weird things start happening (laughs) because of that and also Um, she's the descendant of Wyatt Earp um yeah yeah. Which he is a real person, like he was, yeah. he really existed. You know, it's also based on like a, a comic a book, comic. yeah, yeah. So that's that's pretty cool, too. Um, but I think, I think beyond that, uh, like a lot of people watched mainly for the gay times. <laughs> As gays are one to do, um, which you know, hey, live live your best life. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of people were there for Waverly and Nicole. Um, yeah, especially since Nicole was openly like openly a lesbian. Um, so I think a lot of a lot of the the reason why um, I think that their storyline got got like visibly better was like the writers actually wanting to engage with the fandom and like listen to the fandom as yeah. well yeah um, so I appreciate that too as well um cause like oof, uh you know seasons maybe one two um felt a little rough (laughs) felt a little rough in that regard um but like season three and four I feel like that's when like their writing as like a couple um was really cohesive yeah and I think that had a lot to do also with the actresses yeah like they were so involved in that Mm -hmm. so I think that had a lot to do with um Katerina and Dominique. Yeah. Which which I absolutely adore them um outside of the show. Um which I find so funny because like um 
even though I, 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 I'm not invested in the show, um, the, the actors outside of it, I'm like, mm-hmm. going to be very fond of. Um, so, like, I, I think it's always great when the actors, um, like, have so much input into mm-hmm. their characters and like how they progress because you can tell that like on screen you can definitely tell um and not to go back to the batwoman but like th- this is like why i feel like it's important to have like cast like that uh enjoy being around each other because you can tell that on screen um and so, like, seeing Dom and Kat on screen, I was like, okay, like, this this makes sense. Yeah. I, I mean, I will say, like, Winona did a lot of things that I'm like, I don't think any other show is ever going to do this. Like, Melanie was an eight-month pregnant during season two, yeah. filming stunts. Oh, like, my God, yeah. Like, that's fucking crazy. And, like, yeah, they could have tweeted, like, yeah, they tweeted their queer character really well. People of color in that show, not tweeted really well. Um, no. <laughs> I think, obviously, like, that's a main problem with this show. Yeah. But I think, like, it's it's a lot of things that I look at this show and I'm just like, there's so much good things in there. But also, I'm like, oh my god, I could see that, like, how Canadian this is, and like, I could see mm. the Canadian thinking behind it, and I'm just like, oh, I wish it was different. Yeah, because like it's like this like weird like subgenre of like Western and sci-fi mixed together. Mm-hmm. Um, that which at first I was like, what is this? Because um, it's very goofy in that way right mm-hmm. um so yeah. like i try to like give it a, a clear chance but i don't know uh, the the treatment of the, the black characters on the show especially um xavier uh i was just like ooh, i love him too like i'm so yeah happy that Shamir is now blowing up like he's gonna be in the Marvels he has Apple TV show he's gonna be in what show what movie Uh, uh, Shamir Anderson what I just saw an announcement yeah he's in John Wick 4 so like good for him and like yeah he was great in Winona, and I feel like they let him go because they were kind of like, well, Winona's going to end up with um, with Doc. And Xavier yeah. was kind of a wrench in that because Melanie and him had such good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, I don't know. I I think one of like one of the like issues that I had with when it comes down to him um and the fact like his whole thing is that he was like a mutant lizard man yeah. um, 
it was just like I don't know if it was the that. case in the comics. Yeah, I, I'm not. I've never read the comics. Me neither. Like, I, just, I want to try and find the answer to that because I know they changed like, a lot about the comics, but I know he was in the comics. Yeah, because uh, it, like, it runs into the issue of uh, like having your characters of color like be anything but human right yeah and then add that on to the fact that like he sacrificed himself for these white characters mm-hmm. um and it just it, it runs into like the question of like well did that have to happen and also like would they have done the same for him you know um so it's just it, it leaves a very weird taste in your mouth. Yeah. Um let me see. Mm-mm-mm. It doesn't say. Mm. But I know, like, the only two characters that are not in the comics are Waverly and Nicole. So I know he's in the mm. comics. But they don't say he's, like, maybe he was a white man. Like, they don't say that. Yeah. There's no description. Yeah. No, they don't even say, like, that he's different in the comics. Mm. I mean, either way, like, the, the depiction of that um I feel like could have been better um mm-hmm. and I hope that if if like you know they ever decide to do another very similar concept um that they learn they, they kind of learn from Winona because I feel like uh and I feel like this is a great segue into lost girl but like i feel like winona took like the things that didn't work in lost girl um and made them a little bit better um but still had some some failings so i'm hoping that um if they ever do like revisit this sort of genre that uh they just do better yeah (laughs) they do better i mean i think overall lost girl was a stronger show in terms mm. of like in you I mean I don't know if it was I might be biased because I prefer Lost Girl yeah um I mean so, so do I so like I can't even like lie and say that like I don't prefer Lost Girl but yeah um we we all know that Lost Girl is not the best yeah it's definitely not the best also that is the grandfather clock in the background so I'm so sorry oh <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's 12 o'clock for me um but yeah. just, there was something so enjoyable about yeah. Lux Girl uh versus Winona and again hey if you like Winona I'm happy for you yeah uh your best life um but the cheesiness the cringiness of Lost Girl uh it's so enjoyable um i like every time i see any of 
the actors and anything else I immediately think of Lost Girl I know um, <laughs> like seeing um Rachel and Batwoman oh. um, all I can think about all I think about is her in Lost Girl um yeah. gosh and the fact that she wasn't like when did Tasnib arrive these girls I think she was season three I think so let's see she had five seasons um uh, Rachel Rachel oh she was yeah, yeah oh she was just a recurring character I forgot uh yeah but people season her. three yeah god she was so good I mean I love that whole cast yeah I feel like there's a butt to that <laughs> I don't know if there is. I just think, like, there's some characters that I like better. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, so, okay. So, I definitely know that not a lot of people, um, especially now, like, I feel like Lost School got buried underneath. It probably did, yeah. Yeah. But um, Lost Girl uh, was also a, a sci-fi uh, it, was on showcase i think um as well um uh it's another like supernatural drama um similar to winona in that way but uh you have Bo, who uh is unaware uh of like all of the various uh, unworldly like non-human things that she comes from um, and she grows up in a human family um, and then one day her life kind of gets turned upside down when she runs into triple OG named Kinsey <laughs> oh, love her <laughs> saves Kinsey's life um, by Take uh, being doing as succubus do, um, <laughs> by taking the life force from this man, and then from there, Kinsey's like, Oh no, like we're teaming up for forever, we're besties for life. Um, <laughs> yeah. and so she's they they like basically come up with a detective agency, um, and then from there, like that's that's lost girl <laughs> that's basically that's basically lost girl um the world of monsters and lots of lots of sex for whatever reason um, <laughs> <laughs> listen listen i feel like this show like i i like i don't even know what the tv rating was but i feel like there was like sex at least every episode if not Every I mean, episode. when your main character is a fucking succubus, <laughs> you're gonna have sex in yourself. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, but I just I find it very funny that that was like, you know, yeah. Imagine pitching the show um, and being I like, know. okay, when she gets injured, she needs to do this to feel better. <laughs> She has to do this to feel better. Um, well, like, I 
so I was reading about it and apparently the creator like didn't come up with the idea until they pitched like this the studio asked her to create a show with a bisexual mm. superhero that uses sex as part of her arsenal. Wow. And that's fucking insane. Especially for 2010. Yeah. Yeah. That's why like I'm I'm surprised that it had five seasons. Um yeah. Like even though like I I I very much remember um like finding the show at season three um and then being able to watch four and five like basically live yeah. um, as it was happening. Um it's just like being very surprised that like it had like a strong enough like you know ratings and following that people were just like oh yeah like this is getting renewed <laughs> yeah it's funny because i remember like this was one of the biggest canadian show at some point like that's what put sci-fi like uh, showcase i mean in canada on the map like, yeah like they had had shows before but like that was their biggest one um and then after that they got like continuum and then um they had no killjoys with sci-fi but yeah Mm -hmm. that's and also like i feel like it's it's very similar in like uk shows right where like they'll recycle like the same (laughs) actors um oh canadian shows you you always know this cast listen if you watch lost girl right you will find that you've seen everyone at least i mean like if you've watched degrassi you've seen every canadian actor that is working today because chris holden reed yeah was in degrassi yeah yeah no the most of them were yeah yeah that's that's the one well most of them were um so it's like if you if you've seen Degrassi, if you've seen Lost Girl, if you've seen uh, Orphan Black, even um, being Erica was another Canadian show that had a lot oh of God. people. Yeah, yeah. Now that I think about it, yeah. Um, but like, it's just the fact that like you have such a outlandish like concept for a show, um, in it. I don't want to say it did well in the sense of like <laughs> it wasn't cringy um, or at times poorly written mm-hmm. but <laughs> like it just it had five seasons I feel like sometimes it's very hard for shows yeah. to reach even well, three seasons the fact that this had five says a I lot I feel like it probably was like Canada's biggest like thing at the time and then mm-hmm. obviously, I think Killjoy now, in terms of sci-fi show, is considered like the biggest thing that happened. Um, yeah. If I know for a long time, Killjoys was sci-fi is like uh, biggest show. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting, like looking at it, and I was just like, damn. God. Also, can we can we get into the fact that like the show has like so many like ships in it 
Um. <laughs> it has probably one of my favorite love triangle of all time. Okay, take it away. Take it away, because I know what you're talking about. But yeah, Dyson, Bo, and Lauren were dope ass love, tri- and I don't love try love triangle. I think love triangle yeah. are overused, and too many mm-hmm. times they don't make sense. This one, mm-hmm. because of who Bo was, it made yeah. so much sense, and both characters were just devoted to her, which makes yeah. sense because of who she was and like the fact that she was a succubus. Mm-hmm. And it was such a good like and obviously we know at the end she chooses Lauren which I think was always yeah. like you could see her and Lauren had always more of a connection than she did with Dyson which was always more sexual mm-hmm. than anything else but yeah I just love that love triangle and like I think they did it what for what two seasons two or three mm-hmm. but yeah. by season three like she, it was all about Bo and Lauren which I really loved and I like early 2010 like the internet like yeah was big but like social media wasn't as big as today so that was just the writers deciding that yeah which I find so funny um because I feel like if like Lost Girl were you know airing you know like like a 2016 to like a you know 2021 kind of Mm -hmm. situation um (laughs) <laughs> they would have somehow found a way to get a season six <laughs> or like a Probably. movie because <laughs> like when you think about fandoms um and you think of like the sort of like ability they have to you know push shows to you know where they are um this would have been one of those those kind of situations um where it would have it would have gotten something you know yeah um because i think of like carmilla or like um since a like like the fandoms being able to push for like one last piece of media so um i'm kind of glad that that didn't happen lost girl ended on its own yeah like they didn't get cancelled like they announced season five as being their last they were like this is the last season so they mm-hmm. knew exactly what they were doing. And then they were originally announced for last season of 13 episodes and then got revised to 16. So the showrunners yeah. came to them and were like, we need three more episodes to wrap this up properly. And they were like, yeah, sure. Which I love. Which I love. Um, yeah. Because like not, not a lot of, I feel like, like not a lot of like sci-fi shows, especially um, sort of get to like, stretch out and to build upon like plots and then easily like wrap them up in however many episodes that they need Mm -hmm. right um which is why sometimes i kind of miss when shows have you know like more than just eight to ten episodes like sometimes you need 12 15 16 just to make sure that you're getting to me 12 episodes is the best kind of tv because it's long enough but not all like to tell everything but it's also short enough that you don't have filler episodes Mm -hmm. yeah obviously that's for like drama like comedy you can have 22 episodes and you'll be fine Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think like for 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 drama shows right like a solid 12 is is perfect yeah i think that's the perfect amount to be able to 
uh, teleseasons, especially if like it's like you know your third season um, and you still have a ways to go until like the entirety of your plot is done, mm-hmm. um, so that you're not like leaving things out. Um, so I think that I think. Hold on, let me see, because. I'm trying to remember. Do you like remember how many episodes each season Winona had? Winona, I believe it was thirteen. 12. So they like they had they had that. But, like I feel like yeah, it was it's, twelve, like, thirteen, and twelve. Yeah. What was Lost like, Girl? I feel... Oh shit! Twenty two. So season wow. two is the anomaly there. That's yeah. interesting. Everything else, everything else is kind of close. Well, like uh, season, season one, one was the biggest season, like show for showcase. Like it was breaking mm-hmm. records all around Canada. Yeah. And see, while they were doing season two, they announced more episodes afterwards. So that means that like it was doing so well for them. Hmm yeah but i mean like i I guess i guess my point here being that like sometimes like i feel like lost girls use of you know that amount of like episodes paved out better than winona because i feel like some episodes of winona felt like they dragged on Mm-hmm. Um, whereas with Lost Girl, there's always something happening. It's very go go go, uh-huh. um, which always isn't good. But like, I feel like for what Lost Girl is, um, it was effective mm-hmm. um, and kept and kept me entertained. Um, so I'll never, I'll never get over. Um, is it is it even streaming anywhere? Hold on. Lost Girl? Yeah. Let me see in Canada. Okay, it's it's free on Apple TV. I don't have that. <laughs> okay, America? Yeah. In Canada it's not streaming. You have to buy it. Oh my god. I wonder this, if this is, I, I wonder if CBC sometimes like who can who can buy this up i mean i have all the dvds so i'm jealous (laughs) i don't know if it's on this um wait who is showcase owned by anyone that could possibly put it on (laughs) in canada it's yes showcase is global in canada which is like one of her but i don't know if it's streaming here let I feel like see. I need Showcase to be be bought by someone. Yeah, real no, quick. it's not streaming anywhere in Canada. That's wild. Wow. Yep. I don't know. Uh, HBO Max needs to like snatch it up or something. I don't we know. don't even have that for us. Like <laughs> I know, HBO I know. Max doesn't exist here. It's crazy to me. Like when I think, like thank God I still buy physical media. Because, like, yeah. most Canadian shows are not streaming nowhere. Which makes no sense. Yep. 
don't know. I feel like there's like this like legacy of like older like queer shows that um like one other people like don't know about or like they heard about. Um and I feel like this is like showing our age because there's so many people now that I'll be like, oh yeah, like have you seen Lost Girl? There's like what's that? Oh my god. You mean Gone Girl? You Gone, Gone Girl, Girl the movie? I'm just like, I'm just like no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about that. Um, but like, like between that and like um, X's and O's and lip service and like. Well, like to me, I it's mean, crazy. Like, like people but... have watched Winona without knowing that Winona would not exist without Lost Girl. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. no Lost like Winona if Lost Girl never ma- does what it does. Hmm. Which is crazy. Yeah. No, I, I, I find it very funny. Because, um, like, it, like, I'm pretty sure if I were to, like, go back and watch Lost Girl, because it's been a while, um, Winona's still more fresh in my head. Uh, so, like, if I were to go back and watch Lost Girl, I'd be like, oh, like, some of these things are reminding me of Winona because Winona took some of these aspects because the showrunner was over here on Winona. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, it's just very interesting to see how that played out. Um, and I'm very curious to see what like she does next and what like sci-fi does next. Um, yeah. I mean, they're two very, like, popular shows that they had. Um, and, like, of course, they have other popular shows now, but um, but specifically in this sort of, like, weird genre that they've created. I feel like sci-fi is always making, like, these, like, weird um, mixture of genres. I mean, you mean, like, sci-fi, like, the genre or just, like, sci-fi? No, no, no. Lost Girl, Lost Girl wasn't even sci-fi, which is fucking insane to me. Even like they had it on sci-fi. That's the wild. But part. it wasn't an original content for them. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like La- was like joint US and Canada, right? Like they could mm-hmm. not make it. But like, <laughs> I think that's why I prefer Lost Girl. It's because it's so Canadian. <laughs> There's like no American money in there. Like it's all Canada. Yeah. Which is insane. Which, yeah, I was gonna say that's it's just wild to think about. Yeah, it's like looking back. I'm like, damn. I wish I could re like rewatch Winona without having the fandom online. I feel like mm. I would enjoy it more. Yeah. I feel like it's it's definitely something that you have to like watch um without like diving into like the fandom part of things. Mm-hmm. Um and like at some point it was those, impossible like, to things. fucking avoid. Yeah. Like, I feel like especially like season three, especially. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe, uh, like if I ever revisit 
point, I don't know, my opinion will change, but as of right now, <laughs> as of right now, I'm not, I'm not too sure about that. Um, and I'm fine with that. Um, again, I think that this is, like, and this is, like, partly why we, like, have this, is to talk about these, mm-hmm. these shows. And that no one to, else like, talks about. That, yeah, that no one else talks about. Or, like, you know, or, like, the times that we, like, disagree. Um, I think that's, like, the fun part mm-hmm. is that we all have different tastes, but it's the fact that we are able to have different tastes now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the best part. Yeah. It's like interesting, like looking back at like all these shows and you're like, okay, what has like, what show has come out since that is clearly influenced like by, like would these have been made today without them? Like obviously mm-hmm. Winona would not be made without. Um Yeah with that lost girl but like a show like that just i started watching was astrid and lily saved the world which is another canadian mm-hmm. show wouldn't exist without my winona like yeah it's very like buffy like but i yeah it's a canadian produ- production winona doesn't have the success it has that show never gets made right so mm-hmm. yeah it's 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 a nice a nice cycle i think and like canadian that, tv is good like it has a lot of things like that are so fucking funny and like especially mm-hmm. like in terms of like sci-fi shows we're kind of yeah. like do, do a lot compared to other like like the u.s which doesn't give time for mm-hmm. their sci-fi show to actually try and make it yeah like a lot of a lot of u.s based sci-fi shows get cancelled after one season two seasons even yeah um so i definitely agree that like canadian sci-fi shows are like always killing it yeah like i feel like i mean it was a thing like at what point sci-fi like you had three seasons and then you were done yeah i don't know if it's still the, the thing but Wait, hold on. What? So wait, Stargate was on. I think. Stargate was sci-fi. Let me see. I'm on sci-fi right now. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it oh, was. was it? it was. Okay. I feel like that was like like one of like the last few like solid. I mean, look. Like, 12 Monkey is a sci-fi and I fucking love that show. Yeah. Battlestar Galactica. Which I feel like doesn't get sci-fi. Enough. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sci-fi has great shows. It just doesn't give them time. And I understand they're a small <clears throat> network. They can't like give it the time that mm-hmm. it deserves. They but... can't shell out the money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see. Who knows? Maybe, maybe one day um, I'll get my sci-fi writing bag. (laughs) 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 Produce it. Who knows? We'll see. Only time will tell. Only time will Um, tell. uh, Speaking of time, I feel like that's a great way to 
go into what will be i truly were wondering where you were going with this i was like (laughs) speaking of time (laughs) because generation wow no time span generation you know decades of generation no okay all right tomatoes are being thrown at me right now Next week, we will be talking about Generation. Um, uh, if you know me, you know my love for this show and how mad I am that it never will come back. And if you know me, you know that uh, I, 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 you know, it was a cute show. Um, that's what I'll say. It was a cute show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you can find us on Twitter, but is it gay pod as well as Patreon. And then uh, on our respective Twitter where we cry about gay shit every week. Also, before we go, I would like to say that um, if you not have not seen Batwoman, if you have HBO Max, um, tomorrow oh. season three will be dropping. So you can do a full rewatch or you can start the show uh, finally. Um that's all I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not streaming in Canada. Well, well, you know, we all no. can't have nice things. Nope. <laughs> nope, we can't. <laughs> so hopefully we'll actually not have a six-week break this time around. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Listen. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Um, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Things no. things are things are back to normal ish. Ish. Yeah. And then we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.